sick fuck. What up, Playboy? What up, Brad Dad? Just about to saw some logs over here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I uh, I saw your message on IG, and I thought you were responding to the one that said, you look, you look just like your ugly-ass daddy. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I, w- I wish you would have caught that one. That would have been a hell of a... <laughs> Hell of an intro. Um, hey, bro. <laughs> so you don't believe in naps? <laughs> nah, bro. This sh- them shit just fucked me up. They just turn into sleep. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> and it fucks my whole night up. Yeah. It's like, I just can't do that shit. Uh, nah. I feel you. Mm. Hmm. That wasn't professional. Taking that big ass uh, drink. Um. Happy Thanksgiving, uh, dog. Happy Thanksgiving, bro. If you believe in that kind of thing, listener. You know, most, you know, like, I feel like years prior to this, there was always somebody on there, you know, just having a bad day every time Thanksgiving <laughs> comes up, you know. But this year, it was all, it was all like, I haven't seen a couple people, like, even, they even called themselves out. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to be the way I was previous years. Right. I'm just going to have a good day and hang out with my family. That's what's up, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Clarity. I'm not going to be a little bitch today. I feel right, like, good. you don't got to work. You're off. <laughs> you like, you're probably still going to get paid. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny, too, because, like, at this age, at least, well, like most people, like it's the acknowledgement that, like, yeah, your cousins came and like murdered my cousins, but like a uh, regular Thursday. So, like, yeah. we're able to get past that part of it and just be like, listen, man, I know this history is fucked up. I'm still gonna get together with my friends and family. Yeah, and exactly. Eat way too much food, and then nap or don't nap. And yeah. then play, you know, play video games and play spades and eat more food. Shit, I can what go is, for some spades. What, I was about to say, what do y'all play at the table? Y'all play what? Y'all, oh, y'all we play? don't play shit, you bro. Care? You don't play? <laughs> we don't play shit, bro. Yeah, I thought you were going to say hearts. Like, <laughs> like, this is the, like, this is the first year we went out to my cousins in a while. Yeah. And, like, the only reason I did that this year, like, because my dad just got back from mm-hmm. being on the road for, like, two months. Yeah. On Monday, and I was like, yo, fuck this shit. Let's just go out there so we don't got to cook nothing. <laughs> you know, deep fried turkey this year? Nope. Fucking, yeah. we had, they had turkey, ham, fried chicken, the works, you know, oh, just the regular shit. old shit. We didn't have no devil eggs. What? God damn it. I, I know, right? Either. I didn't have any devil eggs. Like, either. you're the third person. Huh. We ain't fucking with the devil. The devil. I love them. I love them devil <laughs> eggs. I love them devil eggs. <laughs> Would you? What did you bring? A fucking cheese ball I made. That bitch was gone in like twenty minutes. Extra cilantro in that bitch. Ah, uh, no, nah, green onions, bro. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. What you bring? I know you, you uh, didn't bring shit. Well, here's the thing. I was on the phone with a little sis, right? And she, uh, there's so much fun Thanksgiving content. So she was, uh, she's up up in the shy, and. I told her she's going to like a Friendsgiving, right? And um, I said, you know, what what you I said, yeah, what you bringing? She said, oh, you know, like some wine or something. I was like, okay, you know, tight, right? And she said, well, what are you bringing? I said, well, here's the thing, sis, that I'm on the I'm on the road, and 
maybe it's the way I view myself, but also taking advantage of just how much time it's been since I've seen people I know and love. So, I'm the gift. Oh, get out of here. I'm the present. Nope. I am uh-uh. the gift. I'm bring, I said, sis, I'm bringing nothing but open arms. <laughs> uh-uh. You didn't bring no beer or nothing? I am the gift. You didn't bring any beer, did you? Well, here's the thing, too, right? The the places that I went. You could have brought a pie. Where's the thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, the places that I went today, for one, like I got there, like, late. But the places that I went today, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'll explain why I got there late. But the the reason the or the place I went, you know, I got there late, and like they're really like intimate joints, right? Like I went to go visit my auntie. It was literally me and my auntie, my cousin. I saw him a little bit, but he's not. He wasn't the best health, so he even got some rest. So I wasn't about to bring no beer to my aunties. Um, and also, like, it was just me and my auntie. She, I like, she cooked. I wasn't about to bring a pie and fuck up the pie. I got to preserve the recipes. And nah, bro, I, you could have bought one and, like, churched it up. It's like, I made this. I'm lying to you on Thanksgiving. I'm lying to you, auntie. Where's the thing, too? You don't bring store-bought pie to black Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, they don't got to know. They will know. They will absolutely know. What kind of pies y'all be having? <laughs> <laughs> y'all. Um, sweet potato pie is definitely uh-huh. the one. Um, I got a cousin who makes pumpkin pie, um, but it's definitely sweet potato pie over here. Um, actually, today, yeah. Oh, that was going to be another thing. I went to my bro. I went to bro's house, and he was at his mama's house, and it was kind of intimate, like five, six, seven people. I don't think I saw one. Yeah, I don't think I saw one can. Did you wear a wild-ass t-shirt? Because I know whose house he was at. I did not wear a wild-ass t-shirt. I did wear this t-shirt. Um, I've forgiven him. I've forgiven him. Um, I, wore, I wore this, this death metal long sleeve. There's no cuss words on it. No, there's, Well, there's that. No. On the back words. it says, like, skull-crushing death metal. So, yeah, that's a good one. Nice, nice holiday season. <laughs> yeah. Holiday season. I told Sis, because when I texted you, I was like, yeah, how's the family time? You're like, oh, this shit's fucking lame. <laughs> and I was so, when you texted me, I was on the phone with sis. And I was like, yo, here's the thing, man. I said, Ren is so fucking funny. But, like, look at Ren. And if there's someone who didn't know Ren, like, they'd have to look at Ren and be like, yo, I wonder what his family dynamic is like. <laughs> Shit is weird, bro. <laughs> Shit is fucking weird, man. <laughs> Well, like, man, sup, y'all? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's definitely strange. Um, I'm dying. I can't even like. I don't know. It's just like White County people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, not like racist White County people. But it's uh, just like the, shit. The I don't ones. fucks with. You're related to the good ones. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about like drag car racing yeah. shit like that. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, nah. That is funny. Yeah. So what kind of y'all got like what did y'all do? Was just sitting around eating? Did y'all, y'all Yeah, bro, that was yeah. it. <laughs> y'all got like the women's room, the men's room, you got a kids table, adult table. I was pissing like, outside. All right. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> well I didn't know, not men's restroom, bathroom. I meant like <laughs> so like we would all eat 
Like, we would go to, like, my uncle's crib, but eventually it would turn into, like, all the men were downstairs playing cards and watching football while the women were upstairs watching, like, home movies and, and or Lifetime or, like, some, like, slightly obscure black holiday film. Oh, yeah, it's just everybody all in the same room. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, looking yeah. at each other. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Mm. White County's finest. I love it. So, I mean, the, yeah. Well, it was like when I decided to smoke. Mm-hmm. Fucking came back in. They was already eating. I missed the prayer and everything. How come every time, <laughs> every holiday, it's like you'll step outside for forty-two? It's like, oh, seconds. there he goes. Let's get into it. Got him right. <laughs> Got him again. <laughs> I'm going to get all the good pieces before he comes back. <laughs> Got him again. Fuck him. Oh, my God. That is so funny. They just send Ren outside. That's cool. This cool this year because, fuck, I didn't want to cook nothing anyways. Yeah. I didn't want any dishes or none of that shit. Yeah. Did just you and your pops go or did your, your mom go too? No, we all went. Yeah, oh, we yeah. all went. How was that? Yeah. So was it your mom's side of the family or your pop's side? My dad's side. Yeah. How's that, that dynamic? Yeah. Does your mom fuck with your dad's side of the family? Uh, just started. Well, actually, vice versa. They just started fucking with her. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? What? So, like, why yeah. didn't they fuck with her before? It's just weird. Yeah. Why do yeah. they fuck with her now? I don't know. Really? It's like it's funny though, because there's one of my dad's sisters. My mom told off a couple years ago yes. told her off and yes. uh this is the first time my mom's been out there in some years Since she didn't show up this year oh she a show <laughs> mm. oh that which bitch that bitch gonna yeah. be there <laughs> yeah no which is fine because everything all the food she brings the shit is garbage uh so she's that family member that like the family loves her because she's a family but like yeah. she be fucking a room up sometimes yeah and so your mom's getting like, listen, drunk, listen like, Lisa, I'm sick of this shit. Getting drunk, like, like low-key getting drunk, like, pouring, like, vodka in the, in the Mountain Dew can shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course there's a Mountain Dew can. Of course there is. <laughs> I didn't Only... see the dude out there today, though. You didn't see the dude today? I didn't see the dude today. Only the finest. Only the finest, and it's a little, and it's funny too, because like I'm not gonna dig too much into like your world, but like I know the dynamic, right? Yeah. So like, it's interesting that they fuck with your mom more now. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't, shit, I don't even. I mean, I try to avoid him. Like, if I see him at the grocery store, I'm fucking. <laughs> Yo, shut the fuck. <laughs> I'm hitting the corner hard. You scare, scare. Yeah, I'm out of there. <laughs> I'll come back for whatever I need to done that aisle. I'm weak. <laughs> I am weak. You at the local Walmart? Oh fuck, fuck. Grandma, shit. <laughs> My shit. G- grandma. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, they they just want to talk and shit all the time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like it's just like stupid gossip shit. Like I don't give a fuck about any of that. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> that is funny. What time did you leave? We left. We left the house like it. We left my house like at ten thirty this morning. Yeah, like ten. Got out there ten thirty. I cracked a beer as soon as I got there. Ten thirty. Yes. yes. Uh, already already stopped serving two. breakfast. Let's crack this beer. You left it too. Yeah. Yeah. So not even four hours. Okay. Nah, it was dead, bro. Like it's, they're just old. Yeah. You know. I feel that. I feel that. That's so funny because, like, again, I was on the phone with sis. And so you left 
like before Black Thanksgiving would really get cracking, cracking. Oh yeah, Funny yeah, enough. big time. But also, way... like we've never done it like late night. Like we've never had like dinner for gotcha. holidays. Got you, got. You. And that's kind of where I was leading next. You left before Black Thanksgiving gets cracking, but you left way, way, way before apparently White Thanksgiving gets cracking, right? Because I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? Now, homegirl I know was hosting Thanksgiving. Yeah. And she was like, Yeah, I'm having people over. There's gonna start we're gonna start at six. Now, my black ass mind, I was okay, let me not dig in, but okay, six o'clock. Okay. Yeah. But then I talked to sis and she was like, Yeah, we're gonna have apparently, you know, we're gonna have cocktails at noon, um, maybe whatever time it was. Dinner starts at four. We're going to have dessert at six. And I'm like, sis, why, how, why is white Thanksgiving so structured? Yeah, it's so stupid. So scheduled. Stupid. Like, again, I got everywhere late, but I was on the phone. I'm like, sis, we're on the phone right now. We are busting plates up right now, right? <laughs> six o'clock is like... Third plate, yeah. waiting for your turn on the spades table. Some niggas got dessert cracking. Like, you had dessert. It was like, let me get the third plate. Yeah. And waiting for your turn to deal. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, no, see, yeah. No, we've always done it, like, lunch. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's, an all-day thing. always been it. I fucks with that. Yeah, and, until, like, 2 o'clock, the day's over at 2, I'm out. Another <laughs> reason I'm worried about, like, who I marry into, and I meet a lot of white women. So, like, outside of the, like, you know, seasoning thing, like, I don't want to have structured 5.47 p.m. as dinner. Like, a nigga might want to no. wake up, you know what I'm saying, get his, I'm not running no 5Ks, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> get up, you know what I'm saying, throw on a nice cardigan, I want to bust down the turkey at 142, you know what I'm saying? You know, That's yeah. That's the way God created it, the way God yeah. had it. God and my my mama and her mama, yeah. her mama before her, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, shit, dude. So, I don't know, man. Uh, it sounds like Thanksgiving was decent, nothing crazy. No, it wasn't nothing crazy at all. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, like, it was, it was just boring. <laughs> Everybody's old now. Yeah, like, Everybody's I just old. never really, like, I don't know. I just don't really click with, like, my cousins and shit like that. Mm. Like, we're just different like that. Yeah. You know? I feel like. Always just done my own thing. They do whatever the fuck they do. Sure. <laughs> they walk. You walk around the grocery store. Man, what is his family dynamic like? <laughs> That's funny as shit. I, um, so listeners, we're recording this on Thanksgiving night. Because the schedule was crazy. We're going to talk about what Ren's weekend was like. Uh, I was about to get into what and you know, why we couldn't record when we usually do. But, um, yeah, so we're recording Thanksgiving night. All this shit is fresh. This just happened. Um, but, yeah, I went to a concert last night, which is why we couldn't record when we normally would. Uh, went and saw the main squeeze. Dope-ass pop, <clears throat> funk, soul band. And um, they hold a little special place in my heart, man. I may have told this story before. I feel like I have, but so back back in like 2015, September 2015 to be exact, 
Uh, I said like, like I didn't know when it was. I know when <laughs> it was. Um, I was back in the hometown, man, and I was just, I was just not in the best way mentally, spiritually. You know what I mean, um, that Saturday, <clears throat> I recorded a song um, called "Rose." And I really like. How it came out. It was a bit of like a. Um, kind of like a statement on where kind of my mind was at the time, how I was viewing things, whatever word, right? But then the next day, it was day two of like a little festival that was happening in the hometown. I don't remember the name of the festival. Uh, it wasn't Phases. It wasn't Phases of the Moon. No, it wasn't that. Yeah. Uh, it was Culture Shock. Yeah, the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, my It's God. a weak-ass name. Is it? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Well, listen, Danville culture was shocked a little bit. <laughs> um, but so Sunday night, it was downtown and, and uh, we get to the headliners and it was uh, the main squeeze. And they just fucking slapped, bro. <laughs> fucking slapped. And it just it, it did something to me, man. And from then on, man, I just started, you know, just to feel better and better and better and just kept. You know, kept going with the fight, but I saw them again two, either two or three years later, because apparently they do this concert every Black Wednesday. Uh, they're from, um, they're from where they're from, and so they come home and do a uh, concert every Black Wednesday. And so I got to go tell the lead singer, like, yo, man, like, I seen y'all in Danville, Illinois. And, of course, his face lit up because, like, who just fucking knows that they performed in Danville, Illinois, right? Yeah. I said, listen, man, y'all really, y'all really, you know what I'm saying, help me. Yeah, yeah, dig, you dig. So he's like, you know, that's dope, right? So they did the show this year. I went, oh, my God. Vibes. They did it again? Oh, my God. Vibes, vibes, vibes. It was vibes everywhere, dog. Uh, in all of the definitions of vibes, depending on the contingent, depending on who's listening, um, they they they're fucking good at what they do. Yeah. Yes, they're fucking good. They make me feel, and I didn't want to feel, <laughs> nigga. They was touching you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They was touching you in that spot you don't want to be touched in. Yeah. Point to the fucking doll. Yes. <laughs> Niggas made me cry, they, they gave you one of these? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good it made me cry. I shed a single tear in that bitch. As I'm thinking about fucking, I don't know, feeling things and shit. What? To where I decided, now, I shouldn't have, it shouldn't have, it really, at that point, I basically decided I was going to the hometown, right? It shouldn't even have been a real thought. Part of me was like, I'm going to stay home and play video games in my drawers, maybe less. Yeah. Maybe just the do-rag, and lay, some, <laughs> lay something on the couch. Um, so that was a thought, but also, I ain't seen Auntie in a minute. My bro lives there. Bro was driving up from where he was driving up from to visit. So it really wasn't too, too much of a thought. But sitting in that concert, I was like, fuck, man. Yeah, I got to go. I have to go. Right. So, um, but I also stayed up until like 4.30 in the morning. Uh, So, 
yeah, got up a little late <laughs> and, and made that drive over and just, I needed it. I needed to go. It was more, it was, it was more needed than I, than I had realized, um, even just yesterday, right? It was necessary, man. Set up my auntie and, um, got to talk to auntie certain types of, I got to talk to auntie in a way that I never talked to auntie before, which was dope. Like we all, now we often talk about family, but like I told her about like, my fear of bringing life into the world. And we talked about like, you know, I mean, here's his name. She's older too. So she's got like yeah. older woman gossip in the way that she tells stories. Right. Yeah. So, you know, she was telling about some stuff happening in the city and in the conversation she was in, like, um, but the idea of the fact that like the holidays can be hard for people, you know, people who, who don't have, the people that you're supposed to have, right? And now she kind of spoke something that I speak on on a regular basis that like the people that we're missing and the people that we love, they're not just missing on Thanksgiving. They're not just missing on Christmas or our birthday or their birthday. They're missing every every day. Yeah. So that kind of thing it reminds you of what is important. As far as what to care about, how to care, how to respond to things. So if anyone's listening who knows me personally, and I'm sure we've had these conversations, if you ever know me to be any kind of distant, like, yeah, I'm naturally distant, but also I'm a little bit aloof because I have felt hurt before. So I find a lot of shit trivial, and in finding it trivial, I don't need to spend much energy on it, right? Hell yeah. But, you know, I got to talk to talk to Auntie. I almost called her Ma. I got, I got to talk to Auntie about, like, you know, in conjunction with the people we love being gone. Like, that is a reason why I'm afraid to bring life into the world to celebrate these kind of things. Mm-hmm. There's a certain family dynamic that I can't provide. My mom's gone. My pops is gone. My pops had... <clears throat> my pops had so many regrets. Um, and this is all fresh I was talking about today. Now, the last time I talked to my pop was my mom's service. And I really wish that with the brain I have now, I really wish that I could have been able to draw him in a little more to really get to the root of discomfort. Older man masculinity is way dumber than younger man masculinity. Like, old niggas will complain about, like, the refrigerator door being open in the middle of, like, a sad fucking movie because they can't face where they're true the discomfort. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So, like, at 34, I wish I knew and fully realized at 25 that some of my pops' dumbass behavior... That day, and dumbass behavior is a little strong, but some of his behavior that day was a direct result of regret and discomfort. And I wish, it's not a regret on my end, but I do wish I was able to more so bring him in to to sit with that. Because when someone passes, we all lose something. Yeah. It's not just the one person. We all have lost something. 
So some might call it trauma bonding, but that's really what it is. We've all mm-hmm. lost something. So this is a moment to come together. And I, I had talked about like going to my pops' service a couple of years ago and how there were people who knew me, of course, because I'm his son, that I had never known, but knew an entire history of like my father's regrets about my mom. I never want those regrets, but those are people I'll probably never see again. But it all just combines that, like, a lot of my family has passed away or moved away. And while I can hang out on a fucking Christmas day and kick it and watch the NBA in my do-rag, lay something on the couch and then play some games, I know some people can't. But it all just contributes to, like, some of my concerns of bringing life into the world. So it was really good to go see Auntie and um, get to talk, man, in, in just a way that I hadn't before to my blood, like who has shared the losses directly. I can oh, yeah. talk to you about the losses. I can talk to you about them. Mm-hmm. But it's different. She knew my mom and my auntie from birth. Yeah. All, you know what I'm saying? So that that was really good to come <laughs> together. Um, and then take a plate. Thanksgiving. Gotta. Gotta take the plate. She wouldn't have let you leave without one. You Nigga, kidding me? It would have been, listen. <laughs> I know, been I know the whole, game. It would have been a whole end. So that's worse than bringing store ball pie. Is not leaving with, with the homemade food. Yeah, that's true. Um, And then I went over to bro's crib and um, got to kick it with his, with his mama, his sister, uh, some of his family. I've never been that guy. Like... As a, another, like, kind of, uh, of example of, like, how things were from my mom passed, when, like, I'll be with buddies, and, like, if yeah. my buddies were going to their mom's house or somewhere where there was family, I was not going. <laughs> I was going to find some kind of way to not go, some kind of reason. I wasn't going. Cause dude, I mean, you know you're always welcome here. Right. You know. Right, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But that, that's something I can do now. But at that time, I wasn't going. But I haven't really just been the guy to show up at other people's families' homes on holidays. Even though those are the days you're technically supposed to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But like, nah, nigga, leave me alone. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So doing that was, that was, that, that felt really good. Like, to be really be a part of that dynamic and talk about my life a little bit. We talked about rent prices. We talked about dating. We talked about like that kind of shit and to feel included. Adult stuff. Adult stuff, but like intimately and comedically like it was, it and it wasn't awkward. It was warm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I needed that visit. I really, oh, yeah. really needed that visit, and I didn't quite catch it until the main squeeze made me cry um, 26 hours ago as of this recording. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> thanks for uh, for making me cry. Um, speaking of food, and I still want to get into um, what your weekend was like. Um, we've talked about <laughs> – it's all off the top. But, you know, we talked about, like, hey, listen, 
I'm not leaving without food because my auntie would kill me. We've also talked about how, like, men don't need a lot. No. I believe it was what, a T-bone and some sex? Or some Budweiser, yep. what was it? Yeah. Yep. Some combination, right? Steak and some Budweiser. And you're good. You're good. Yeah. Do you want a lady who cooks for you? How much of a... Is how much a trick of a, question? No, it's not a trick question. How much of a need... <laughs> it's not a trick question. How much is it, How much is it a need of yours that you have a lady who cooks for you and maybe not all eight days of the week, but like who like has a proficiency in the kitchen and cooks for you. It's not for me. Yeah. No, nah, cause I could eat a fucking sandwich and be good. And you know what I'm saying? Let's put it this way. How much of it is a need of you to have a lady who would like to make you sandwiches? Maybe not cook. Oh, if she wanted to, hell yeah, go for it. But, like, the idea of, like, providing and taking care of you in that sense. Oh, yeah. No, if, yeah, if she wants to, fuck yeah. Yeah. But don't throw that shit in my face one of these days. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that's a, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been talking about this a little bit lately about, like, needs or things that I would, I would like. Like, I got a basic proficiency in the kitchen. Like, I can handle fire and metal. Yeah. And and stuff. So I was, you know, talking to a homegirl that, hey, like, I would like a woman who would cook for me. Can't say that, bro. And I <laughs> fucking heard about it a little bit. Like, like that's, that's, we, uh, we, <laughs> ah. What's the food? What's what's the fucking uh the fuck you in Italian? What was it? Bafengul. Bafengul. Yes. <laughs> fucking hell, bro. Like in Rome, in love and romance, men lose. We just lose. Always. Right. Because in saying what I said, the immediate response was that I just want my lady barefoot and pregnant, and just walking on, waiting on me hand and foot. And I'm like, no, like. It's one thing to be able to have some money to throw at a situation, but the intimacy of someone cooking for you, like you gotta be able to cook though. Well, and that was one of that was one of her concerns and talking about that's it. That's why I asked. It was a trick question, right? Well, well, that's the thing, right? And that's a great question. That was one of her concerns in talking about it because, and again, just talking to homegirl, she she doesn't fancy herself a cook. And she would be afraid of the quality of the meal. See, like, you could be like, you could eat the meals, and she'd be like, oh, do you like it? And you could be like, yeah, and not really like it. Or you could be like, yeah, I just do my stuff just a little bit different. I could show you how I do it Boom. if you want to learn. Because that's the thing, right? For me, the first step is getting over the fear, right? We'll work on the quality later. Yeah. We'll get there. Like, like both of us cooking at the same time? Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on the quality of the meal in a bit. Let's get you over the fear first. Celebrate yeah. that. And then I can be like, yo, crushed red pepper, cilantro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know? Getting there to it. But the fact that like our homegirls – 
have a, a tendency to go to like the worst possible outcome for literally everything. Always. We don't we can't not so, win win is not a good word, but we always lose. It was like it was like at least like once every two weeks, like down in Carbondale, like we'd all get together and all the girls would cook. Yeah. You know, because they wanted to. Word. You know. The internal wiring. I don't think we Nurture. really gave a shit if it was good or not. You know, it was just fun. We were, you know. Ladies in the kitchen cooking because they want to for people they love and care about. Yeah. That's it. It wasn't yeah. no expectation. It wasn't no, like, yo, why are you wearing shoes? You're supposed to be barefoot and pregnant. Like. Naked. And butt-ass naked. Like, what do you. Cooking bacon. They're supposed to be titty chips. In my greens. Like, what are you talking about? See? Where are the so titty sad. chips? I'm noticing a lack of titty here. I'm not tasting no nipple. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, dude, that's tough, man. Because man truth, man truth is hard. And it's ugly. And if we tell women how our brains really work, Dude, because it, yo, men in general, men in general aren't, we we don't look for relationships. We don't look for love. The niggas who look for love, look for relationships, it's only a few categories. It's divorcees because they gave their identity up to someone and they're not going back to being a bachelor. They have a certain life that they're used to, right? So divorcees. Niggas with kids, kind of, kind of. And then there's like the cornball beta man on Facebook telling everybody how how good of a guy he is. Not man, not dude. I'm such a good guy. He's looking for relationships. Men in general are not, we don't look, all my best relationships, I woke up one day, was like, all right. I mean, yeah, cool. Yeah, we've been doing this. All right, y'all got some, got some here. Right, like we talking about, they're single and then there's married. All the yeah. all the gray in the middle, we we complicate things. We complicate things, mm-hmm. but man, truth is hard. Man, truth is ugly, because if we tell the truth about how our brains really work, our there's thoughts no. do right. Our thoughts and feelings get pushed aside as shallow, superficial. We're quote unquote supposed to need and want more things. And that's bullshit, Shorty. Yeah. That's bullshit. Because one day it'll be we're supposed to need, and then the next day it's like, oh, why do you need this? Dude, right? <laughs> like, Shorty. Because you said I needed it, and I was just going with it because you said what you did. <laughs> All the cute Shorties, they got their little list of 25 things they need a man to have. Largely sex, Budweiser, and sandwiches and steaks, right? We don't need a lot. Yeah. But as a man, the time we take and the effort we take to knock out 22 of those 25 things shows that we value you and we value the things that you want us to value. You forgot those three things, so fuck you. Well, not even that. (laughs) For all that time and effort, can a nigga get a sandwich? Don't tell me that my needs are superficial and shallow, that's all I need. Like, we got lunch meat and shit and cheese in the refrigerator Baby, here, you know? can you make me a sandwich? Yeah. I'm tired 
because I just knocked out 22 of your 25 things. Can a nigga get a sandwich without his basic needs being disrespected? I can't be told that I should want certain things only because you want them. Yeah. That shit don't work that way. So if we talk about how our brains truly work, we're shallow, we're superficial, and niggas ain't shit. So the alternative for most or for some is to lie. (laughs) (laughs) And then we really ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, We We can't can't win. Big losses, big L's, (laughs) big L's. We can't, we can't, I can talk to you and we can talk to each other and these things make logical sense, but we're not trying to date each other. No. So last I knew, right? But (sighs) there was an old ludicrous song. I think it was a sketch. I think it was on maybe the, it was the first or second album, but I 20 was on there and it was talking about like some girl, they like, like upset or something. He was like, that's cause you told her the truth. Yeah. You never tell Hose the truth. I'm like, damn. Damn it, I-20. Yeah. Fucking. Facts. Fucking fucking knowledge. Damn it, I-20. Um, You had quite a weekend. Yeah, it was tight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which which festival was this? Uh, Charge Noise Fest Mm. in LA. That's kind of a doper name. Yeah. Better than Culture Shock, I guess. Yeah, I'd say. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was tight. Uh, that fucking place, man. It's so fucking expensive out there, but that shit, man. It was yeah. fucking dog nine dollar beers. Why? Why, bro? And they, like Why? that was like the fucking airport was cheaper than the Dude. venue for beers. Could you, you bring know what your? Own, oh, was it like an internal inside venue? Yeah, it was a so club. You bringing nothing. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Filth. Yeah, I seen some dude get. Fucked up by security for throwing a bottle. I posted the video on my on my As Facebook. He I'm gonna have to look at that. As he should have. Yeah, I seen him. I seen him fucking whooping this dude. And I was like, yeah. oh shit, I'm gonna get this on video. <laughs> <laughs> White boy joy. Um, where did he throw? Where did he throw it to? Uh, somebody on the stage. Oh, he did throw it on stage. Okay. Yeah. Then the security team me videotaping, and he was like, no, no, get that shit out of here. Uh, well, yeah, technically. You, you kind of recorded a crime a little bit. Yeah, Just yeah, a little, little bit, bit, yeah. Um, no, it was tight. Fucking got there Wednesday night, like, at fucking 9.30. Fucking LAX is a goddamn zoo. I'm probably not flying into there <laughs> ever again. <laughs> I'll fly to a smaller airport and pay more. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we were out so like... Fucking three in the morning on the Sunset Strip, Wednesday night, uh, show, pre-show, Wraith played Thursday, that shit was sick, I was bulldozing motherfuckers, you know, just trucking them, I had that, I had the fucking, I don't even know what's, I mean, I had to tell a little scallywag off, Yeah, that was funny. Scallywag. She heard Yeah, no, one. she thought yeah, no, she heard we were staying in the casino. She kept on saying, Oh, you're living in the casino? I I was I was yeah, I said, Bitch, oh, I'm on vacation. Goodness, Ren. <laughs> I don't fucking live in the casino. No, no, she only wanted to come to the casino with us. She only wanted to come back because she knew we had fucking beer. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh-uh. uh. 
get that shit out of here. And then she seen my shirt and said, who's that douchebag on the back of your shirt? It's me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, listen. Man, no, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Yo, listen, I remember one time, man, it was a cute little blonde that I, like, kind of knew. It might have been a Black Wednesday a couple years ago at Snappers. And somebody pulled out a little something, had a little circle going, and she just standing in a circle, just waiting. Uh, can I? Uh, can? And I, there you go, there you go, <laughs> passing around. Listen, man, you can't just, you don't just have access to things. Nope. You know what Hell I'm saying? Not. Like the in, the entitlement. Yeah. The entitlement is crazy. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, bro. No, nah, it's cool, man. Yeah, no, Wraith played a six set Thursday night. They played um, my favorite song off the new album, yeah, Victims yeah. of the Sword, for the first time. Nice. Um, that venue was kind of busted. That Do drum kit was, like, falling them? over. Do you ever – we'll get to, <laughs> Have you ever – because you know them very well. Have you ever talked to them about their set list, or do you just be like, hey, oh, yeah, all the time? Yeah. You'd be like, hey, dude, oh, yeah. when you going to play Victims of the Sword, bitch? Oh, yeah. No, that's how it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been asking for, like, a year. <laughs> <laughs> They finally worked. All right, shit, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was but dope. no, then uh, we went to the show Friday night. There was like five or six other shows going on in L.A., so it wasn't like as packed as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Still a good time. Yeah, yeah. Saturday night was lit. Wraith played again. Uh, they got the best fucking response. They played third to last. Mm, okay. So it was lit. Nice. I was pitting the whole fucking weekend. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was actually like, surprised, man. Like, people were like, yo... You're that sick ass fool that fucking shotguns those big dumbass Budweiser every Sunday. <laughs> you get recognition everywhere you go. Fuck out of here. There was one dude came up to me. This dude had like face tattoos and shit. He he knew who I was. He, like I was talking to him. He was yeah. like, "Yeah, man, I killed three people, been in prison three times." I was like, "Hold up, what?" Once per person, I guess. God damn. Like how you get out? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God damn, that ain't double jeopardy. No shit. Fuck, man. Well, one was man. But yeah, I mean, two of them actually find a show on Sunday night at a different venue, and this was I, I like this place a whole lot better. It was a shitty old dive bar mm. in East LA, and like, dude, I ain't never seen a merch setup like this before, bro. E. We were in California, so I mean, these motherfuckers had pounds of weed. They were selling at the show nice. and mushrooms. They were nice. selling at the show. Like just, they just had it all in like big old Tupperwares right out front. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's cool, man. <laughs> Yo, that's fire. Yo, yeah, because it's legal out there. Like, hey, just take this weed. Just... Yeah, but mushrooms aren't. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> They're trying to make them legal in like Colorado for like um, people like depression and shit like that. Mm. Okay. It works for some people, I guess. I don't know. I would imagine it would backfire. Because it's like a neurological others, thing. Yeah. I, I I could see it backfiring on other people, though. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Where would you, uh, if you had, like, the power, like, where's the line on legal drugs? Like, which, what what would you make legal? Oh, legalize all. Just all Everything. the drugs? Just all the fucking all drugs. All the drugs. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Keep. Go, tell me more. 
I mean, I mean, there's some places that have done it, and it's definitely backfired. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine you don't want. I don't know. Meth I, legal. I'm just thinking like taking out the stigma of the things. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's just like taboo to do drugs. You know. I get you. But that's just me. I think maybe processed drugs. So maybe weed and shrooms. But like, that would probably be it. Anything that you have to like make, you got to listen, man. <laughs> I, you have to get the lines out of there. No lines. I mean, there's a the lot of lines. Out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Got to get the lines out. Forget the lines. Um, um, but no, LA was tight. Yeah. Um, fucking went up to the observatory, went up there last time. You could just see the whole city from up there. It's pretty cool. Mm. Tried to drive to the Hollywood sign, got like three fourths of the way up there and it was closed. Like the road just closed off Damn. and bro, that fucking dude, that was like driving on a fucking mountain. Really? I drove yeah. and like, you could fit like one and a half cars in this street. Damn. So it wouldn't even be two lane. Nah, bro. Filthy. Yeah, and motherfuckers drive fast as hell out there. I was going like a hundred the whole time <laughs> in a fifty-five. <laughs> you said motherfuckers like you were mad at them, and you well, wanted I mean, them. You got to keep up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't really hold up traffic. You know. Going uh, what else? I can't ride with you. I mean, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. It was had cool. had a charger, so that was pretty sweet. Um, so you yeah, like that was basically yeah. No, I had a green one. <laughs> True, white, black, or silver or gray. Yeah, Otherwise, I had the green one. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, that was. I mean, like we just went to fucking four shows in five days. Kicked. Uh, yeah, I got back. I went to the hotel. I mean, the fucking airport super fucking early just because I wasn't sure how that was going to be. So that was a long fucking day. I got to the airport at. 8.30, my flight didn't leave till 12.30, got to Texas at 5.30 because of time change, mm. and then my fucking flight from Texas left at 7.30, got to St. Louis at 9.30, and then it was a two-hour drive home. Out there. Yeah, bro. In there. I feel that, man. <laughs> you was kicking it, Brody. That's what's yeah. up, man. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, man, it was fun. You mentioned a green charger. Shout out to, and rest in peace to Jason David Frank. Uh, better known to most as the Green Ranger and the White Ranger. He played a couple more Rangers, but that's when I kind of aged out of Power Ranger. So he's always mm-hmm. the Green and White Ranger. Listen, dog. When a Green Ranger came out, <sighs> playing that little so, dude, yo, I'm dude, being dude. the Green Ranger, bro. What's the thing? He was a bad guy first. Yeah. Came out with his own little Zord, playing the dude, little dude, little dude, dude, little dude, little dude, dude, little dude. You know what I'm saying? Fucking Zord came out. I was like, oh, fucking shit, right? And then they finally turned him good. They overcame, turned him good. But then, a few months later, fucking Blue Ranger Billy crawling in them vents, man. Crawling in them vents. See, uh, what's his name? Alpha and Zordon. Yep. Working on the White Ranger. Yep. I was a White Ranger. White Power. Two. Never, never watch the Power Rangers again. Rangers, 
Yo, shut the fuck up. Holy shit. It was right there. It was right in front of me. I was thinking, I was like, should I go for it? How did I, yeah, not, go for it. How did I never notice this? <laughs> he was even doing the shit, bro. <laughs> He, he had all the hand signals. Oh my god! <laughs> oh shit! I'm weak, bro. Damn. Listen, man. The Green Ranger had the streets in a stir for that five days, and then the White Ranger came out and had the streets going crazy. He took us chill, chill. He took over fucking power from Jason the Red Ranger and shit. Oh, dude, that white tiger. Damn, I'm, yeah, let me, I'll have to look up the, uh, <laughs> the subliminal meaning behind the tiger. Um, see what that means, with the white tiger. But, um, but yes, rest in peace, Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, Green Ranger, the White Ranger. Um, you ready? I think we yeah, are ready. Let's do it. Uh, I want to thank you all for pressing play on episode 169. Yeah, sixty fucking nine of the hard camera. T H C C L X I X, and I am your guy, Jew J U V, just under your visual. And I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, as always, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are. Who are we today? I didn't choose who we are. We're the dynamic duo, Big Ren. Let me know I can reach you on the social media as my guy. You got a dog. All you sick fucks out there can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f f h u c k a. Check it the fuck out and check me the fuck out on Twitter on the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter. On the Instagrams at the Hard Camera, live coverage, predictions, witticisms, whatnot, hereto,forth, etc., and things of that nature. Above all else, you already know. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public. Shout out to Australia. Heartwarming content, heart building content, content that accidentally promotes white power. Um, it's 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 everywhere. It's around us. It's around us. Uh, you know, we need to watch Emma. I know Emma's back. I don't know if she still does that little dance thing she used to do. But that that's it. Yeah. Listen, watch those salutes. Content. I hope that was pay our bills. Big Ren. We got a, uh, got a large show, my guy. Large show. Not only are we about to uh, give our predictions for Survivor Series War Games. Not only... Are we about to recap AEW Full Gear? But, dog, it's our anniversary. Oh. It's our anniversary, dog. Well, hell, I'm quitting. Well, that'll do it. I'm bringing, I'm bringing nothing but open arms. I am the gift. So, five years, bro. We've done it. You got fucking. My bad. There we go. I love it, man. Five years in. 169 69. episodes and more to come. 
It has been a pleasure doing this with you, brother. Oh yeah, bro. And uh, more life, more life. Uh, real quick, that was such a dude way to celebrate the anniversary. Hey, it's our anniversary. Now let's get to the <laughs> the real stuff. Um, <laughs> first, man, let's recap full gear. We'll get to Survivor Series in a bit. Let's recap full gear. Uh, but we're gonna go with the numbers first. Uh, spoiler. I blew this one. I bomb bombed, bomb bombed this one. God damn, is that a goddamn? Uh, Big Ren went eight of eleven, taking a total sixty four of eighty six matches, seventy four point four one percent. You got Juve, <clears throat> six of eleven, taking my total to sixty sixty of eighty six matches, sixty nine point seven six percent. I texted you the night of the show, like, I picked Luchasaurus. The first, yep, yep. Like a fucking loser. Yep. For those who listen to the addendum, we got our predictions as well for um, Ricky Stocks and uh, the Triple Threat match and Death Triangle and Elite. We're going to go over those as well. I bombed this shit, man. Um, Did you pick the Elite? I picked the Elite. And See, I, I, I did have some help on my pick for that one. Wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. SMFH. I asked the boy, boy Matt, so what, what you think about this one? SM fucking hey, I'm telling the truth, though. H. I could have went to that with my, to my, I could have took that to my grave. Superficial and shallow for telling the truth. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't win. Shout, I did. Shout, shout to Matt. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I did. Uh, for those who listen to the addendum, I actually, I actually did. I was like, I, I said out loud how much I actually really, really like that pick because, like, the elite are coming back. Well, I guess we're kind of talking about it now, so fuck it. Let's go there first. Uh, yeah. The elite are coming back. That didn't mean they just have to win. Well, and I so, didn't know they were doing the best of seven either. They weren't until afterwards. They didn't uh, announce it until after the first match. Okay. Um, so I was like, well, yeah, that's a great pick because, like, the Elite's coming back. They don't have to win. Um, Death Triangle's been hot. They've been they've had a really great reign. They don't have to win just because it's the Elite. And then I was like, no, fuck that, though. And then during – and then the match started. I was like, fuck, man. Fuck this one up. Um, what would you think of the match, bro? Oh, it was a banger. It's yeah. a great way for them to come back. Carry on, my wayward son. Yeah. Uh, was it? Okay, yeah. Hold on. What night was that? Was that Was that the night they were doing all of CM Punk's moves? No, was that, that was the dynamite, dynamite afterwards. Yeah. Okay. And he <laughs> bit that motherfucker? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't get to watch Dynamite because I was going to that concert. But uh, definitely heard it was. Uh, I mean, it was in Chicago. Yeah, so that'll say it all. Um, great match, man. Yeah, great fucking match, and I'm amped to see. This was the match when they announced that they were gonna go best of seven. Mm-hmm. I instantly bought my ticket to Dynamite. Oh yeah, oh you gotta. That's instantly. right in the middle. Right in the middle. Yeah. So yeah i'll be going to dynamite next week we'll have a little recap there we should probably record thursday because dynamite's wednesday yeah we can talk about dynamite um but um yeah dude great great fucking match it's playing into the return of the elite the inner dissension 
of Death Triangle. Yep. Um, Ray Phoenix, he used the hammer, but was like really disappointed in himself for using the yeah. hammer. And I believe on Dynamite, Penta used the hammer this time. Yep. And weren't the happiest about it. So I love the, I love the inner turmoil, not only just within them personally for doing it, but it permeating throughout Death Triangle in a sense of, fuck, man, we're better than this. We're Triangle of Death. We don't got to, we don't <laughs> we have kill to, people in a triangle, but a we triangle. are better than using a hammer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to do this. You don't got to do this. So save, save a whole season. Um, Let's go to let's start at the beginning. Yeah, I picked or let's do it this way. What was your match of the night? Let's do it how we always do. It. What was your match of the night? Main event. Okay. We have Just a for new the storytelling. AEW champion, MJF. Finally did it. I will say the one thing about this pay-per-view though, uh watch shenanigans. It was a little more shenanigan out. Yeah, like more than any other AEW pay-per-view. Yeah, a little more shenanigan out. This match a little bit, the women's championship match, big time shenanigans. Yeah. Wow, it was shenanigan doubt. Um but yeah, tell me about the uh the main event, Moxie MJF. Shit, he did exactly what we thought he was gonna do. Thought he was gonna be a, a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then said, Fuck all you. The <laughs> and greatest... then the regal turn. That was that was wild. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world yeah. he didn't exist. Yeah. The build was fun and then the match was fun because MJF worked as a babyface the entire match. Yeah. And Mox worked as a heel the entire match. Which <coughs> led into the idea of like cuz I mean you saw the firm beating down MJF, MJF yeah. talking about what this meant to him. Like the seeds were there for like a babyface, but here's the thing, it's MJF. You can't trust that fool. He's an asshole. Yeah. I, and did you see the post media scrum? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he fucking killed that shit, dude. He was killing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All these motherfuckers. Oh, he was killing that shit. He said he wasn't sitting down. He says, "Must see TV." I'm the guys. When motherfuckers out here coming to take a shit on my company, fuck that. Good night, fuck what you, say goodbye. To, what did he say to Tony Khan? And then he said, no disrespect afterwards. Like, I forgot what he said. guy, yeah. no disrespect. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot what he said, but I'm with this era, dog. And I'm yeah. going to be at the Dynamite where he's first going to be back. He wasn't at the last Dynamite. Yeah. Um, I'll be at the Dynamite where they, they said we're going to hear more about, you know, why this He's going to shit all over that town. All <laughs> over the town mid mid yeah uh for sure for sure but no yeah the match was cool man great main event style um did moxley bleed i don't think I don't so think he bled. i think wow, that match. Time. maybe he only bleed as a baby face maybe could be maybe i don't know uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was, I, I thought it was a really good match, man. Told the story they were trying to tell, you know, again, he wrestled as a baby face. He fired up to the crowd, um, played to the crowd before, you know, as he walked out, cause that pop was, pop was huge. Moxley knew what role he was playing. He knew yeah, what role for he was sure. playing. They, you know, the world knew they wanted the MJF win. He knew he was going in with the back against the wall. 
Uh, the Moxley character loves that shit. Like, mm-hmm. he loves this shit. He don't really fuck with us, but he fucks with us if we fuck with him. And yeah. The crowd wasn't fucking with it. Um, so yeah, no, great match, great match. Um, my match of the night was the four way. That was a banger. Chris Jericho retains the title over Claudio Casagnoli, Brian Danielson, and Sammy Guevara. Um, I love the I, I, this match to me. I love the the many stories in the match mm-hmm. when it came down to like when it got to Brian and Claudio one on one. The handshake, yeah. the lock of the eyes. They handle business like, okay, hey, listen, we knew it was going to come down to it. Let's get it in, right? Here we are. And then you finally get to Sammy and Chris one-on-one. And that wasn't going to work. Right. Eventually, I had to explode, right? Yeah. The most interesting part of the match to me was, I guess overall, Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This match to me, he's gonna turn. I don't know if he will Again. or not. I mean, that makes sense. I don't know if he will or not. But this match to me served as like Sammy Guevara's almost, almost like an apology to the fans. Because on one hand, he had to get his ass whooped by the veterans, Brian and Claudio. Because mm-hmm. let's take it back, right? This is the, the you know the smartest fans, right? Part of why. Part of why a lot of the AEW stories come out the way that they do is because AEW is not a publicly traded company. Yeah. It's privately owned, so it feels a little more Bush League because they don't have as many people to answer to, which also means they don't have as many people to keep bullshit under wraps. We look at a WWE story, we know that Seth Rollins... And Matt Riddle don't really like each other. Yeah. We know that Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle don't really like each other. We know that Matt Riddle rubs some feathers, right? But the way we're going to hear about it, we're not going to hear about it the same way we hear about A. Steel biting a nigga. Or Sammy Guevara getting slapped by Eddie Kingston. Or Sammy Guevara getting slapped Allegedly by Andrade, right? So Sammy Guevara's name has been behind a bunch of bullshit to where you forget that Sammy Guevara can fucking go. Oh, yeah, big time. We forget that Sammy Guevara had the last interesting TNT title run. We forget that. Yeah, that's so bullshit. We'll get there. (laughs) We'll get there, right? Sammy Guevara can go. So it was almost like it was an apology for all the dumb shit he's been a part of, right? Apology to the fans. And then it was, all right, got to get my ass whooped by Claudio and Brian. And if you notice, when Brian went to kick him in the fucking head, he, he did not, and he, Sammy did not put his hands up. <laughs> Someone put their hands up, he ate yeah. that kick. Now, the camera shot was gorgeous. Yeah. Because you knew he kicked him in the head, but the camera shot switched right on impact. So you said you didn't really see a nigga get kicked in the head because that's yeah. violent. <laughs> that's violent. But 
He ate the kick, so he took the punishment from Brian and Claudio and then reminded us, I'm a Spanish fucking god and I'm here for a reason. I found Sammy Guevara to be the most interesting part of of the entire match. Please remember why you liked me, guys. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? I love no, my lady at home. I was a bigger fan of him. I was a bigger fan of him whenever he whenever AEW first started. Yeah. But we get back to that, he'll be good. Yeah. I mean he's still good, you know. Still does but. his thing. He left his lady at home. Um he been been stopping with the dumb shit. So we'll see. I mean, it's not fair that cats basically hated him because he got a attractive girlfriend, but It's the game. Can't change the game. The game is a game, yeah, though. Yeah. The game is a game. So uh that was my match of the night. That match felt like it felt like it was four guys who were almost insulted that their match might get forgotten because you have the so they got to turn it up the heat. You got the high of the MJF title win, which we all knew was coming, right? But then the very last, the go home dynamite, you have the announcement that the elite are coming back. So that immediately goes to the forefront of people's minds. Oh yeah, but this is. Chris Jericho, Claudio Casignoli, Brian Danielson, we're going to bring up Sammy Guevara. I think those four guys were pissed off that their match seemed a little be to be a little forgotten, forgotten. about. Like, we are who we are. We're going to, we're like, nah, we're going to bust fucking ass. Um, and they did just that. And even when yeah. they kind of botched the Judas Effect elbow, I mean, they fixed it up at the end. Just did yeah, it, it still again. worked. Did it again, you know. I know I kind of ranted there. Anything else you want to add to uh, to that match? No, that's it, man. You got yeah. it. I like that match. I like that match a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, Chris Jericho still on his reign, his run of terror, uh, disrespecting everything. Uh, ROH. So we'll, Fuck we'll everybody. see. We'll see how that goes. This might culminate in the Brian Danielson win. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. They've got final battle. Um, next month. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. And I think they're going to be deciding on the TV deal pretty soon too. So okay, we're going to see how this whole thing goes, man. Um, but yeah, let's start the top, man. I texted you and I was like, fuck man. I picked Luchasaurus like a loser. I had completely forgotten that they had a match on dynamite some weeks ago. Yeah. I had completely forgotten that. Um, had I remembered that? Yeah. There's no way I would have chosen Luchasaurus. Um. Yeah. What a goober. What a fucking goob. Um. Yeah. He slayed that dinosaur. Yes, he did. Yes, he, he didn't did. kill the dinosaur, but I mean, he put it in submission. He tapped him out. He yeah. Tapped, got him by the tail and by his horns. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, now Juggle Boy went in. I'm gonna say, yeah. What'd you make of the match? Oh, he fucking killed it. I mean, they fucking that was a good match to start off the night. Yeah. I'm not always too big on them bringing weapons into the cage match. And, I mean, like I said, I'm still on the thing where you should have to escape. Yeah. But, but no, that shit worked. It was a good way to start the night off. I mean, it was just a banger, dude. Yeah. And at least it, it establishes that, like, AEW steel cage matches win by pinfall or submission. Yeah, not for sure. Win, not going to win by escape, which which is cool. Um and it was, you know, a somewhat creative way to get them outside to, A, not only get the weapons, but, B, 
Jungle Boy, this entire match was a tribute to Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. Which apparently is Luchasaurus' favorite match. But as you see, uh, Jungle Boy came out with the attire in, uh, inspired by what Shawn was wearing that night. The yeah. ponytail um, that, that Shawn had. Which also made it easier to show that he was bleeding out of his forehead really badly. Like Sean Real quick. Did. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sean did that night. But also, the little things like the catapult spot. He went for the drop kick. Luchasaurus caught his legs. The catapult into the cage. That was where I first caught. I was like, that's clearly. And then I saw. I've seen this before. Right. And then I saw the attire. I was like, oh. And then I saw the. And then I really caught that point. I was like, oh, right. So they're, they're, they're a tribute to that match. Um,. Really, really fun match, man. Um, this is me nitpicking. The, the The table still broke. The table still broke. Yeah, the that was the only thing. No big deal. No big. Didn't really deal. get all of that, but yeah. Listen, here's the thing. He didn't get all of it, but that just means he ate more canvas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And my ass would not way up there. So no, 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 not at all. Um, I think. I think they're going to get back together down the road. I think they will, but down, not with Christian. Well, eventually, I think, eventually, I mean, Christian will have to heal up. Um, we still got to get that match. Right. So, you know, we, yeah, eventually get that match. But also, when they fully finally go to separate ways, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, who has a real man's name now, uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry He's going to have to go be on his own and build his star up. But Luchasaurus is going to be attached to Christian. And then eventually, Christian and Luchasaurus are going to have to feud. Yeah. Right? Again, two separate paths to show that they can be on their own. Luchasaurus and Christian will have to feud. And then Luchasaurus will have to be on his own. But remember, Luchasaurus is a a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Luchasaurus eventually is just going to be a stray animal in these streets. Just roaming around doing dinosaur things. Roaming around on his own, right? Yeah. He can't just go from pet to pet, so he's going to be out in these streets. I mean, you've seen stray uh, stray cats. They be wilding. Stray dogs, they be wilding. But eventually he's going to get himself into a situation where he would need some kind of companionship. Jungle Boy. Eventually... Him and Jungle Boy will come together and figure it out. I like that. But that's like two years of storytelling right there. Yeah. That's like two years from now. So that reunion will be dope. But by the time they get back together, they'll be much more established as separate entities. But then when they come back, it's like, man, boy and his dinosaur. You know what I'm saying? Boy and his dinosaur. Like it was meant to be. Like it was meant to be. Yeah, man. Two years from now. Um, not really much to say about Pretty Ricky. Uh, no. Taking that match, he also ended up winning the uh, the tournament, which we which we kind of believe what happened too. Um, let's go to the three way match, man. We uh we put up the poll in the IG. Um, no one, including us, no one. Predicted Samoa Joe. Yeah, that I wasn't expecting that at all. Walking out as a champ, champ, double champ. Uh, what do you think of that match? 
It was good, man. Just three big ass dudes beating the shit out of each other. Meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. Uh, I like I said, I wasn't expecting that finish, but I mean, I wasn't expecting hot. I mean, I wasn't expecting anybody besides Wordle to win that. So I mean, yeah. I guess having Hobbs take the pin, Dex Wordle a little bit, and it's not like, I mean, well, yeah, wasn't even the pin. Like he didn't tap; he was just out. Right. So that saved him a bit. Right. That finish, this whole card felt like a reset to me. Yeah. In the sense of like, yo, listen, we've been dealing with a lot of shit. We had to get us here with the heart and soul of the company, Mox. Now we can get put the belt on the hottest commodity, MJF. Change the tides. We got our core trios team back, the elite. They're embroiled in a, excuse me, embroiled in a dope feud. Where they're not just they're gonna win the titles at the end of the best of seven. Yeah, for sure. But they had to re-earn it, right? This match here, though, we talked about Sammy Guevara having the most interesting TNT title run, the last interesting TNT title run. We talked about Wardlow's booking. I don't know that it was so much of Wardlow's booking as much as it was the TNT title booking. This match and Wardlow's run is the moment where I I may have to acquiesce that AEW has too many titles. Could be. I may have to acquiesce. I get the idea of the All-Atlantic Championship. Here's the thing, too. I need to be very clear. I'm not acquiescing on how they tried to build the All-Atlantic Championship at first. And it may be too soon. And here's the thing. I'm, I'm big on patience. I'm a patient guy. So there's that. Um, I liked the YouTube idea. I thought it was yeah. a great idea. And I think it worked for a while. But let's put it on TV now. I think we're going to have to establish some more identity for those two titles. Orange Cassidy, he just had the match with with uh, Jake Hager. Um, but getting to the Samoa Joe point. That finish and the match by proxy was the, hey, I'm Samoa fucking Joe. Yeah. You, Wardlow, he he turned on Wardlow because Wardlow was asleep. Mm -hmm. Wardlow slept on him. Hobbs was just kind of a by proxy, just, just kind of a byproduct, kind of collateral damage. But that finish right there was a perfect, like, yo, I'm Samoa fucking Joe. Like, yeah, he choked him out because he was already weakened from the power bombs. But along with the brute, along with the brute, the brawn aspect of Samoa Joe, he's fucking smart. And he's a veteran. He's Samoa fucking Joe. And what this also does, you saw how Warlord and Haas kind of looked at each other like, because we talked about it last week. No, we didn't talk about it last week. I talked about it in the addendum. That this three-way match, it wasn't personal between Hobbs no. and Wardlow. It was all about the title. Yeah. Now the title is gone. So they kind of was like, fuck, it is what it is. We both got kind of duped. It was slight personal for Joe, and it was for the title. Yeah. But he's still Samoa Joe. So now you got a veteran, an ROH veteran with the ROH TV title. 
And then you've got an established veteran who can still go and is probably really eager to show that he can still go as the TNT champion. Yeah. And I'm with it. But what nah, does, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I would say what this does too, though. It frees Wardlow up away from the TNT title. And uh, we just got a certain new world champion. Yeah. We're going to have to run that back eventually. <laughs> and that'll be fire. The history is there. Yeah. The history is there. MJF on a microphone, he'll sit there and be like, yo, you beat me that night, and you were the last thing that anybody was talking about. Imagine those bars, right? So there's history there. We'll have to run that back eventually. MJF's going to get past Ricky Starks, word. I don't know if Wardlow is worthy of the pay-per-view title shot, but listen, I mean, Revolution isn't until February, so, you know, we'll see. It'll be like Winter is Coming or some shit. Uh, Winter's Coming, that's when no, Starks gets his. Yeah, yeah, yeah never Starks mind. Yeah, his. yeah. So, we'll see, but that that match is there, waiting for us, waiting for us. Um, Let's see, let's see. Let me do a little deleting. Um, Let's take it here, man. Soraya. Defeats Britt Baker DM Doctor Britt Baker DMD. Talk to me, man. How'd you? What'd you think about that match, bro? That was like I don't know. It was a. It was okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give. I mean, I'm gonna say that she was. She's been out of the ring for a while, you know. But uh, I don't know. It was a weird one. There was a lot of selling, and there was a lot of no selling <laughs> from the wrestlers and the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't hit me, and I wasn't. I, re- I realized I wasn't fully fair to Soraya last week because I was like, "This ain't no Shawn Michaels coming back, right?" No. Which is not fair. It. I was genuinely moved a little bit when the pop for Soraya happened, and you see Soraya walk out, and she's barely holding it together. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck, man, what a dick." Yeah, you're a dick, dude. What a dick, bro. <laughs> That's what she said. What a dick, bro. And I was like, damn, okay, okay, okay. This might, okay, this might slap. The match, the match itself was fine. It's fine for what it was, right? But it was awkward. It was really awkward. It was really awkward. It was quiet. The crowd was dead quiet, but it's not because they weren't interested. Oh, yeah. They were dead quiet because they were so interested and concerned. (laughs) Yeah, you hit it right there. The fear that something bad might happen stopped the crowd from fully, fully investing into the art of the match. We're just worried about that neck. Yeah. Yeah. To where it, it, it seemed like it wasn't hidden. I did not expect her to win. I knew she'd win cleanly. I didn't expect her to win so dominantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either. Yeah. After getting her ass whooped, too. Yeah. Totally, excuse me, totally expected to roll up. But she hit it with the, the DDTs. I don't know what they're gonna call it. I don't know what they call those now. Maybe they gave it a name during the match, but it was called the Rampage DDT. They can't really 
call it that anymore. Oh. Um, but like convincing win for Soraya. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. But we did see where Britt Baker went. Yep. We've got a new AW Women's Champion, and not interim either. Yeah, they got that shit out of here. Indeed, AW Women's Champion. Uh, We bombed this one. Um, Tony Storm just kind of seemed wrong place, wrong time, didn't she? Yeah. She seemed to be kind of an afterthought in the women's title hunt. Um, Dinner once she won the title. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Soraya showed up and kind of big dicked her there. Soraya and Britt Baker's match was much more anticipated than any other women's match on the card. And Tony Storm just kind of seemed to be second fiddle to the whole thing. And then Jamie Hayter was just getting hotter and hotter and hotter. Um, Like I said, I didn't expect the pop to be as loud as it was when I was at All Out. Yeah. And it carried on from here to full gear. Um, what did you think of that match? I thought it was really good, actually. Yeah. I mean, like the shenanigans, but they you had to do it with this one. You think so? Just with the story. Because, like, I mean, everybody sees where, where that's going. Yeah. Um, Tony Storm fought hard. Yeah. It was a way of protecting Tony Storm and, and showing us, like, Tony can overcome a lot. But when it came down to it, the final thing that did it was Jamie Hayter. It was her move that got it done and mm-hmm. not all of the uh, the outside shenanigans of, of, of Britt Baker. So Britt was there to be uh, helpful. Re- uh, Rebel was there to be helpful. But they didn't actually, nothing they did actually got it done. No. Jamie Hayter got it done. Tony Storm overcame the outside interference. Um, so, yeah, there was there was some, some booking. Some booking oh, yeah. there. Um, so wait, we getting Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker at a uh, revolution? Uh, I don't know if we'll, I don't know if maybe, I mean, I don't know. seems like short. I mean, it seems pretty quick. Does it? February? Yeah, it's or like maybe, months away. maybe beginning of March. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think that's about what, 12 weeks. I think they can tell a, I think they can tell that story in 12 weeks, right? Um, I think they can because they already started kind of telling it on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. So maybe we get Jamie like, hey, like, listen, I don't really like, no, I want to handle this by myself. Yeah, that's um, what it's going to be. Yeah. So I wouldn't be mad. I don't know if they can stretch that. To, they can stretch that to double or nothing. That's April. Um. I mean, again, we, we talk about the nuance of the storytelling. Like, we'll talk about Swerve and Keith Lee. Like. They weren't getting along. No. And they kind of got along, but they didn't just rush that story in, in in six weeks either. So Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's coming, though. It's That's coming. why I think it's a bit too early. But, yeah. Like the, the way that people truly peep, they don't always just stop being tight after an argument. So Exactly. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Let's take it there, man. The acclaimed... Defeat, swerve in our glory. I think everyone kind of saw this third match as more so like this is for the storyline. This is all yeah, story for line. sure. This is for swerve and Keith Lee. Exactly. I don't think there was any way yeah. we saw them getting the titles back. Um, what do no. you think of the match? It was cool. Yeah. Um, I think they should be done. Oh, for sure. But uh, I mean, I think this is probably bad to pick like 
best to worst. I mean, and worst in the best way. But I think this was probably their. I mean, not out of the three, this is my least favorite. I hear that that they've had. I hear that. The first one, I don't think anybody could have just saw how crazy that crowd. Yeah, I was in it. Yeah, scissor me, daddy. Yeah. Um, I think no one could see how 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 that was coming. The second one was to rectify the first one so it wasn't as hot. And then the third one was just to really just blow it off at the rubber match and create the split. Um, the first thing I noticed was that Tony Khan's a goober, dude. Oh, big time. Um, Tony Khan, as I've mentioned before, is the, type, is the kind of minority that has to tell you he's a minority for you to know he's a minority. Because he'd be doing some, like, white dude shit. <laughs> uh, you know what the referee's name was in that match? You remember the referee? Stefan. I heard that name on Dynamite, too. Yeah. Tony Schiavone, Tony Schiavone fucking fucked that all up and just Did blew he? it off like a dickhead. Did he? Yeah. I didn't catch it. Stefan, 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 whatever. Like, oh, damn, all right, Tony. Uh, okay, Tony. <laughs> See, yeah. man, listen, man. I, fucking little earrings. Yeah, dude, listen. Rick Ross got him shook. He better stop playing. <laughs> but I just found it funny that, like, hey, let's put a black referee in here, too. And I feel like that happens in wrestling way too much. It does. It Because ha- WWE does it, too. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know what I think. Because I don't know these people, but I know the optics. And it looks crazy. Um, yeah, man, you know, going into this match, I was like, yo, Keith Lee is the one who's kind of tripping. <laughs> like, Keith Lee trying to be upstanding, respectable Negro. And Swerve is like, yo, we're a team. I'm doing this for the team, my guy. Right? Yeah. And Keith Lee with the after school special bars, we don't we don't have to cheat and do this Lee. Shut up, Keith. You know what I'm saying? But then as the match was going on, I, I changed my mind a little bit because Swerve ain't had to slap Keith Lee. Like, what you like, you don't just slap your partner. Like at first Keith yeah, Lee was, was just first. being kind of Keith Lee was being kind of uppity. Maybe listen, that's the thing too, right? There's the, the nuance of it all, right? Keith Lee was putting his morals in Swerve's face. Swerve was putting the team first. Like, that's the clash. Keith's trying to be morally upstanding. Swerve is fighting for the team. So when it came down to it to put the team over, Keith may may not have liked what he did. He may not have liked Swerve's idea. Swerve maybe just was tired of feeling disrespected. Oh, yeah. Right? I can see that. When Rick Ross was out there, Rick Ross was trying to celebrate. We're about positivity. And Swerve was trying to bring that in to Keith. And Keith was 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 stuck on, we don't do these things. We're, you cheat, who, you cheated. Daddy asses hands and the pliers, who was on the camera? Like, <laughs> so... Swerve has a, you know, felt a little disrespect. Again, you don't just slap your partner, but I mean, you know. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where this is going now. I only read Dynamite, I didn't get to see it, but like, 
you know, so I want to pull them aside, put the cameras down. Let's go yep. talk about it. You know what I'm saying? This storyline, um, as a, uh, as a respectable Negro who understands Swerve's motivations, um, this shit got mad undertones to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Here's Keith Lee again, large, respectable Negro who enunciates his ERs. And then there's he Keith Lee, Keith, one of the good ones, Lee. And then you got, ooh, that baddie over there, that thug, Swerve. He's a thug. You see how he colors his hair? You see, you see his dance moves? His dance moves. You see how he won't let me say nigga? And we're going to pit these two opposing ideologies together on how black men are supposed to be. I feel like it's Tony Khan's story of, like, respectable Negro versus, like, thug in the streets. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just at undertones. Undertones. I see you. Yeah. So I'll be keeping my eye on this one. I'll be keeping my eye on this one. Um, this feud kind of ties into Jade Cargill. And Nyla Rose. What do you think of that match for us before we we, we take it there? I just feel like Jade hasn't really improved much. You don't think so? I don't think so. Yeah. It's the same. I feel like our matches are all the same. I feel like she's still getting the dramatics part now. I'm getting the dramatics now. I mean, honestly, I, I think if she would lose the title, she'd be better. Really? She would get more time on TV. More matches on TV because mm. most of her matches have just been pay per views. I feel like I mean she's got like fifty matches. Yeah, she's yeah yeah forty two forty three. So I mean she's clearly on TV, but I get what you mean. Well, she was on Dynamite um, the night Nyla Rose was on the microphone being hilarious. Yeah, um, Nyla Rose is funny. Um, the match itself was cool. I mean, there was finally like a bit of a story. And not just, you know, the champion being the champion. Um, so it, it showed a bit of a human side to Jade, you know. But kind of what I really what I want to really get to. I didn't see the, the clip of Jade Cargill at the Bow Wow concert confronting Bow Wow. Did you see it? I did. How did what did you think of it? What what happened? As corny kinda. Okay. I mean I they'd been having a Twitter back and forth. For a while, maybe this is skeptical black man speaking, but along with Tony Khan being a goober and like pitting Swerve and Keith Lee against each other in the battle of the better Negro, AEW will give some spotlight to some rappers. Oh, yeah. Twice right. in two, three weeks. Accusations. We we have was uh, Kevin Gates is on there too, or was that on Raw? Bro, Rick Ross, Kevin Gates, West Side Gun, um, Fabulous, Bow Wow, DJ Who Kid, and now Bow Wow. Yeah, this is all since September, <laughs> right? All since September. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's his favorite artist. Yeah, I bet. 
I bet. Um, Next, we're going to see Project Pat on there. Pata. You know, whooping ass. Pata. <laughs> I, um, again, maybe it's just my skeptical black male mind, but like, I always have an eye for when white people try to use black cool to further an agenda. Right? Yep. And maybe it's the corporate structure aspect, the private, the privately owned company versus the public company. I'm not sure we're going to get Kevin Gates on Raw. No. Um, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get any rappers on Raw. We'll get Machine Gun Kelly. Again. We'll get Baboni. Like, that's what they bring in. Yeah. But, oh, Action Bronson. Almost forgot Action Bronson. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I have the words, but I'm keeping my eye on Tony Khan's usage of Black Cool. Because he also had Lars from Rancid. Yeah. That was the last time we saw Ruby Soho. I ain't mad. (laughs) (laughs) Um... We had the Fozzie guitarist fucking it up for everybody. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but there's an interesting, yeah, an interesting use of rappers um, on AEW. I'm going to keep an eye out for I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see what Bow Wow does. Shad. Shad Moss. Um, last but not least, man. Sting and Darby Allen defeat Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. We uh, we got this one wrong. Yeah, I thought that was the wrong way to go. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, I'm just. Like, how long is Darby going to be hanging out with Sting? I right. mean, and that's the only matches he gets really, or like the big matches. Paper is stuff. a tag team with Sting. Right. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it was a cool match. Right. It's like the Sting the no DQ tag matches. Are, I mean, I don't know. I like them. Mm-hmm. But it's just a lot going on. If they could just keep it simple, yeah, I think they would have been better off. They would have had a better match, I just think. Just a straight one-on-one match? Yeah. Oh, sorry, not one-on-one, just a straight-up. Tag up. match. Yeah, straight-up tag match. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Um, match was cool. I didn't hate the match. I have to, I have to just... Resign myself to the fact that, like, Sting and Darby Allen are, like, every story, everyone they go against is, like, a Batman villain. Oh, yeah. It's a bat. It's the overall story is Sting. Sting is Batman trying to teach the young pup how to be Batman. And so every villain they come across, they're going to overcome in the end because they're the heroes and this is Batman and everyone is a Batman villain in the story. Yeah. Starting way back from Team Taz. It was a group of hired thugs orchestrated by Taz and Ricky Stocks. You know what I'm saying? Um, Butcher and the Blade. Batman villains out the ass. You know what I'm saying? 80s. 80s movie henchmen. Good shit. You know what I'm saying? Um... And now Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Jay Lethal is one of the 
Jay Lethal is one of the main villains. He comes across a lot, but Jeff Jarrett is like the old school villain. Had to come out of mothballs trying to avenge his last loss to Batman yep. from 15 years ago. Um, so I'm gonna have to learn just to not bet against Batman um, in his origin stories. So I'm still going to <laughs> one of these days. Bane's gonna come. Yep, Bane is coming. Fuck some shit up. I feel it. I feel it. Uh, that was AW Full Gear, man. On a scale of one to ten, what'd you think? Give it an eight. Give it an eight. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll give it an eight. Yeah. I think it over delivered overall, actually. Yeah. Um, the card itself looked cool. The four way really delivered because I think they were pissed off and overshadowing the six man delivered, the main event delivered. Um, overall, yeah, I'd give it an eight. I think it over delivered. I'm not mad. Um, watching this show showed another kind of like comparison difference between them and the WWE pay-per-view, not just the length of the pay-per-views, the number of matches, WWE, their pay-per-views are like movies. Yeah. They're entire movies. Whereas there are highs and lows in an AEW show because of where they put the matches but an AEW show, and this is not a bad thing, an AEW show is a collection of matches. Yeah, that's true. It's like a what's it's like a boxing pay per view or mm-hmm. a UFC pay per view. There's no overarching story for the entire show creating highs and lows. It's a collection of fights on this date. And then WWE, it's it's climaxes. Highs and lows, different different kind of pacing. Yeah, AEW handles pacing where they put certain matches. The the women's matches suffered from certain you know placements. I think Jade Cargill's match was after the four way. Mm-hmm. There's no way you just follow that. No, so you know where to put the highs and lows. And WWE does as well, but they also supplement it with video packages. Pyro, it's it's the circus. Yeah, it's the circus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which takes us to WWE Survivor Series War Games. Now, I won't be able to get to watch this live. Um, I'm going to a concert. I'm going to do a secret show. Mm, nice. I don't know who's performing. Uh-oh. I don't even know where. Uh-oh. I'll find that out the day before the show. So, I won't be able to see it live. But uh, So, I'll get to watch it Sunday, maybe Monday-ish. Um... That should be a good show. Apparently, this company, they might, like, get, like, really dope up-and-coming artists before they break. Like, they did one with, like, I say, like, Jack Harlow did one of these. <laughs> um, there's They got branches all over the country. I guess Jack Harlow, before he got, like, cool when he was just a white rapper with no beard, um, did one of these, too. So, we'll see. It should be dope. But, yeah, I won't get to see Survivor Series live. But, um... Uh, Nice, tight, compact card. Five matches. What do you think of the card on paper? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm looking forward to the War Games matches the most. Yeah. Because, I mean, it doesn't look like we're getting a tag team eliminator match or Survivor Series match. I miss you know that what I'm saying? Bit. I do miss that. Yeah. I want to see a nice 5 on 5. They could probably but, I mean, we get the War Games, it. though. So. Yeah. Facts. 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 Um, yeah, nice compact, which kind of speaks to my point that like, this is an entire movie. We don't have to, um, 
you know, pack everyone on. And again, that's not a criticism. They are two different companies doing two different things. Um, no Braun Strowman. Nope. Um, who else is missing? Bray Wyatt doesn't have a match as of right now. Now he something may be announced. I would hope they don't announce Bray Wyatt's first match the night before Survivor Series. Uh, I wouldn't surprise you if they did, but I hope they don't either. I know that's some brewing with LA Knight, but I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want it to be announced that way. Um, who else are we missing? Anyone we're missing? No, sh- oh no, no, Sheamus he's in the main event. What am I talking about? Um, so they still managed to get a lot of guys on the card. Yeah. Um, or at least their 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 proxies. So a guy like Finn Balor, we're gonna see Dominic. We're gonna see Damian Priest. Rhea Ripley's in War Games. Um, we'll see the OC, you know. So okay, let's uh, let's get into it, man. I'll be honest, man. There's not a lot. There's not a lot to talk about here. No. Uh, let's let's draw some out if we can. Uh, Ronda Rousey taking on Shotzi Blackheart. Give her her last name back. I think it's a cool last name. What do you think, my guy? I mean, okay, wait, wait a minute. Hold up. Before I okay. Is there any any way Shotzi takes this? No. Is there any story that could be told coming out of this? What story could be told about Shotzi coming out of this? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I listen, as as two guys who aren't the aren't really interested in anything Ronda Rousey does. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how there's there's the attraction and then there's the opponent. Sometimes the opponent is just the opponent, but if you try to make the opponent the attraction, it doesn't always work as well. Ronda Rousey is the attraction. Yeah. However, she's not an interesting attraction. No. And often I find myself much more invested in her opponent, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. Not this time. Not so much Liv Morgan. And what the fuck are they doing? Right. <laughs> uh, I think she won via, was it like, it was a five, five woman challenge, five or one, five or six women. Yeah. In a challenge. Um, I mean, listen, it's good to see Shotzi getting some burn. Yeah, for sure. In the very least. Um, I got nothing for you, dog. No, it's, I don't, it, I don't either on this. It's like, how long, how long does this last? Um, how long does this last? We're hitting that run to the Royal Rumble, so we gotta start building up some some credible challengers after this. Um, I don't know, man. I we'll get to the women's war games where some of our thoughts can come in, so we'll hold off. But I'm assuming we're going with Ronda. And um, yeah, short, short you are order. correct. Yeah. Um, for the you no Matt Riddle. Nope. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um. For the U.S. Championship Triple Threat Match, Seth Rollins versus the Big Man, the Almighty, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. All three of these guys have had the U.S. title in the past year, haven't they? This year. Okay. Seth is keeping it then. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, if if Theory hasn't had it yet, he's going to get it. I do like his new... Whatever they're doing with him, where he's just fucking went crazy. He's a man now. Kind of just start. Yeah, he's a man now. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that. 
fucked up Dolph. Um, yeah, let's guess start somewhere. It it's not the same achievement it was six years ago, but yeah. it's a veteran. He's a former world champion. Yeah. God damn it! I think I could see. I could see Bobby getting pinned on this, actually. Mm. Yeah. And um, and then we can get, like, a Bobby Theory feud. Mm. And Theory wins that. Because Bobby's been on fire lately. True. But pass it along to Theory. Get him over. Mm. Huh. I mean, Theory's already over, but I think that would pushed it a bit further. Right, 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 right. This and then ma- we get like a singles match with Theory and Seth Rollins. He wins the belt back. Seth Rollins? Yeah. Yeah. Or no, Theory wins Austin. the belt from Rollins. Theory wins it from Rollins. Yeah. Um, this match here, I mean, this is the prime example of why there is no shame in Austin Theory not cashing in. Oh, exactly. Um, I don't know why the chorus was so loud that he was being buried or being misused. Um, the only problem I had, like I said, was that he tried to cash in during an open fucking challenge. Yeah, like anyone could have, literally anyone. Like you had, he could have two cash ins. Took the challenge. He could have took the, the challenge, lost, and then be like, "Fuck it, I'm going again." Yeah, um, and did not do that. But Austin Theory will be fine. Here's the thing, man. We're at the end of the year, so. We got to start gearing up for the Rumble and yep. gearing up for WrestleMania. So, we got to get Brock and Bobby again. We got to get that again. Yeah. Austin Theory. Listen, man. If uh, what the streets are saying are true and John Cena might be trying to come back, that's the match. Yeah. That's the match right there. Seth Rollins... Outside of outside of Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins is the most believable person to beat Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, for sure. For the title. Sami Zayn could pose a threat, a fun little threat. Kevin Owens, not as fun, but a fun little threat. But that's, that's, that's Randy Savage to Roman Reigns Hulk Hogan. That's Randy Orton to Roman Reigns John Cena. He's the guy that could do it. So it's like, if, if now I know the rumors are The Rock and Roman Reigns, right? But let's say hypothetically, what is the thing? If you go into the Rumble as a champion, it's like you're guaranteed not to win the Rumble. Yeah, for sure. So how much of a chance do they want to make it look like Seth Rollins has if he has the U.S. championship? Um, yep. You know, so I mean, there's, there's always Mustafa Ali. He's he's around, um, but again, right? I think it's gonna be Austin Theory, John Cena. I mean, listen, that could be the U.S. title open challenge. That would John, be fire. John Cena made that shit. He made that shit. Yeah. When he was U.S. champ, so it'd be perfect if he came out like for the open challenge. Um. We'll see if we can stretch Bobby Brock to Mania. I don't see why not. They could they could yeah, have a run in. They could have a run in at the Rumble. They don't have to have a match. They could have a run in at the Rumble. Uh, that'd be a perfect surprise. You know what I mean? Um, 
I say all that to say I'm going to go with Seth Rollins as well um, to hold on to it. Um, and, you know, not bring more prestige to the U.S. US title. Because, yeah, I mean, yes. But Bobby Lashley did a great job of that when he was U.S. champion of making it look more important. Seth Rollins, he's 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 arguably the best wrestler in the company as far as overall yeah. in-ring talent goes. So whoever he's in the ring with defending that title, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Um, you said you think Theory takes the pin? Or at least that no, Bobby takes the pin. Bobby, yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I see Bobby getting beat unless Seth, you know, sneaks one out. Not necessarily I lost Samoa Joe, but that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, Samoa Joe comes mm-hmm. down and chokes out Bobby Lashley. No, 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 no. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um But yeah, I'm going with Seth. I'm going with Seth. Um This about to be a slapper. This about to be a whole fucking slap. For the second time ever, but for the first time with an actual story behind it, we got Finn Balor. Taking on AJ Styles. Yeah. Ran out of breath. Uh, Man, this was actually kind of hard for me to pick. Me too. I'm going to go ahead and say AJ wins, though. Mm -hmm. To keep this feud going. Because why not? What else? Yeah. You know? They have a blow-off match of the Rumble. Where do you see this? uh, How do you see it progressing? The OC helps. Oh, helps AJ. Yeah. Like uh, Damien and uh, Dominic try to get involved, and the OC be like, yeah. nah, son. Yeah. Yeah. Because Rhea, we're not going to see Rhea until War Games. She's not going to get involved no. in this match. Um, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Because. Yeah, I just picked right there. You said what? I, that was, I just picked right, right then there. And there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like every time I pick against the a pick against the Judgment Day, they win it. Yeah. And then I go into the match saying Judgment Day really needs a win. And then they lose but somehow get their heat back somehow at the end of the match. Fuck. I'm going to go with Finn Balor. AJ is AJ. Mm-hmm. He's set. Finn, I think we're just, we're, we're gonna see that slow ascent to the top, to to true main event talent. Because even last time we saw Finn in the main event, God came down and broke them ropes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah, God was God was God came down, snapped them ropes down. Um. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Judgment Day is hot. They don't need it the same way. But, yeah, let's continue this build. Let's continue this build. I'm down to see this match keep going. Yeah, me too. Give me two out of three falls. I'm a sucker for two out of three falls. Um, Not that bullshit Raw was doing two years ago either. No. Give me real two out of three falls. What was that about? God. Trash. Yeah, the fuck. The fuck. Um. Yeah, give me Finn. And uh, I only want to say match of the night because a triple threat match could be fire. 
War Games is going to be fire. We got a good card here. Nice compact oh, yeah. card here. The yeah. only outlier is Ronda Rousey and Shotzi. They'll probably put that match. They'll put that in some kind of death slot. Um, probably gonna be right first. Before, no, definitely gonna be first. I think women's war game is first, mm-hmm. and then we end with male war games, and then some kind of long ass video package after match one, and then think maybe Ronda and Shotzi are on right before the main event, or the bathroom the, break. Yeah, right. Or the video package is long enough after the fourth match to where you can have it straight through. You can put Ronda and Shotzi in maybe the third match to separate to separate the triple threat and the Finn AJ match. So I don't know. Um We're down to war games, dog. Now we and you me and you had texted and I put in the addendum last week that I texted you that it's not Becky Lynch. It's Beth Phoenix. And I told the world what you thought. You were not happy. Let's let's properly introduce this match. We have Bianca Belair, Asuka, Alexa Bliss, Mia Yim, and Question Mark taking on Damage Control, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley. So, I said last week, no, it's going to be Beth Phoenix. But it looks like they're going to announce the fifth person on SmackDown, correct? Okay. So as of this recording, we don't know who it is. So, for the last time, my guy, who is number five? I hope it's Becky, mm-hmm. but it's probably going to be Beth. When they uh, when they said, "Hey, we're going to announce it on SmackDown," I was like, "I think it's Becky." Yeah, or I would hope it'd be Becky, but I feel like it'd be a better surprise here's, if they didn't announce it. I got another thought. I got another thought because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm happy Mia Yim is back. Yeah, me too. But which one of these is not like the other? Right. It's that kind of that game. makes sense. So yeah. Maybe roll with me. Maybe on SmackDown, they announce Becky. Fuck it. Because when Damage Control came in, they injured Becky, got Becky off TV. But then maybe the night of, we find Mia Yim laid out backstage. Damn, we need another fifth? Damn. Damn, that's fucked up. And then Beth Phoenix comes out. I think that's a good look. I think I'm going with that. There's more history. There's more history there. We got to pay yeah. off that concerto. She's healed up by now. Yeah, she ought to be. That blood money that was well, that was weeks ago. Yeah. And then you get to pay off the 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 Becky injury with with damage control. The history makes more sense. Glad Mia Yim is back, but we use this as a springboard for a new Mia Yim feud against Nikki or or Rhea whoever right yeah um was Mia in war games in NXT I think so yeah yeah she was so too I think so too so I mean clearly there's history there but for the story aspect yeah give us Beth and Becky I want all the bedazzled jeans 
<laughs> All the genes. Um, talk to me, Brody. How's this go? As you saw on Raw, that's how it goes. Rhea Ripley defeated Asuka to get the advantage uh, after the after um, the first five minute period is done. How you see this going, Brody? I'm gonna go with damage control on this one, actually. Yeah. Okay, talk to me. Because I mean, like, we don't really have anywhere else for Bianca to go mm-hmm. with challengers. So that's a great point. Yeah, that's a great. Showing nobody point. else out there. That's a great point. And I'm so 50-50 on it, especially because that's a great point. We haven't seen – no, wait. Bianca beat um, Nikki Cross a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. The only place for Bianca to go is to Rhea Ripley. And actually, we were going to get Bianca and Rhea Ripley until Rhea Ripley got hurt. Yeah. So Bianca ran through Bailey, ran through Nikki Cross – Charlotte is still missing. Becky is still missing. But Rhea Ripley is hotter than she's been in a long time. Oh, yeah. She's slamming grown men. Beating up little orphan Mexican boys. <laughs> making, them, making them change their hair. Wear leather. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, that's really the only viable next up challenger um and again there's no pay-per-view in december no. uh, i don't think we're i don't think we're gonna get do drop at the rumble no. you know what i'm saying um bring back vicious oscar please oh yeah everyone listen did you see the clip of of her and eo arguing in japanese did not see that they were arguing in japanese and then people found like, they translated and put the subtitles on. And everybody's like, oh, this is so great. This is so awesome. This is so fucking corny. Beat it. I don't, I'm not amused. I'm not impressed. It's two Japanese women arguing in Japanese. It's a, that's a regular Monday. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> we didn't, we don't, right. It's a regular Monday. It just happened to be on TV. I didn't think that was the super cool segment everyone thought it was. No. I don't. I, I and here's me too, right? I only but so much am interested in comedy. Like Orange yeah. Cassidy, I've been up and down on. Pause. I want my Oscar vicious. I need to bring that back for sure. I don't need her to be this Japanese parody of a Japanese parody. Like, there's a there there's, you see it in in in, animation. The way that they portray Japanese characters. Asuka's becoming a parody. Not and, a good look. And it's not a good look. I don't... That... No. I don't want goofy Japanese Asuka. I want my Asuka That's to where be we're a, going. I want her to be a killer. And I want her to kill... Killer kill! <laughs> killer kill! I want my Asuka to be a killer. I want her to rip Alexa Bliss's head off. And I wanted to like, I wanted to turn on Bianca Belair, and fucking go nuts. I want her to like, if she gets beat, like she shouldn't be happy she got beat on no. Raw. I wanted to just be, I, she should be the Tajiri of the women's division. And here's the thing too, they made a fucking joke out of Tajiri too. They don't care. Bring back the killer. 
Give me the mist. The Japanese. Call it the Japanese buzzsaw. That'd be fire. Bruh. Let her murder again. Make Asuka great again. Yep. The real MAGA. Um, if we're going with the theory of Beth and Becky coming back, I have to choose Team Bianca Belair. I have to. Right. I have to. We've got the Raw Women's Champion. We've got the Women's Tag Team Champions. We have the man, Becky Lynch, who even though Bianca's probably the best right now, if we're talking demographics, Becky Lynch is probably the hotter of the two. Yeah. And she's been gone since SummerSlam. And then we're talking bedazzled jeans herself. She ain't taking the pin. No. But in them winning, Rhea Ripley for sure is not getting pinned. Oh, fuck no. She is for sure not getting pinned. Rhea Ripley has the least care in this entire match to deal with. And, and to, to oh, yeah. With. Um, so maybe either EO or Dakota Kai take the pin. But yeah, I got to go with, I got to go with the dream team. Quote, unquote, unquote, dream team. Got to go with the champs. Um, let me let me lock that in. I think that's the first thing we disagreed on. So yeah, we'll was. see how that goes. Well, no, we disagreed on AJ and Finn, yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I almost cleared that up wrong. Um, Takes to the main event. The men's war games. The Bloodline versus the Brawling Brutes. Seamus Butch, Ridge Holland, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. I got to give you a salute. You called it wrestling in 2022 means using the internet to work the fans. And I like it. Yeah, me too. I'm I with like it. I like it a whole lot. Kevin Owens at first was thought to have injured himself at a, at a show. And it was like, ha ha, nah, throwing stunners everywhere. Has inserted himself in war games. Woo! It's going to be a banger. It's going to slap. Talk to me, yeah. bro. I actually think uh, Bloodline is going to lose. And this is going, and because they were saying that Kevin Owens is injured. So, I mean, the speculation with him and Sami Zayn shit was going to get pushed back. Mm -hmm. Psych. Mm -hmm. Psych. Kevin, uh, Kevin, or yeah, Sami Zayn is going to cost him this. I mean, he's going to get pinned. And this is where the dissension is going to start even more. With Sami Zayn in the bloodline. Did you ever watch what is considered to be the greatest War Games match ever? Sting Squadron versus the Dangerous Alliance, nineteen ninety-two. I did not. At the end of the match, now those War Games matches, there were no pinfalls. It was surrender yeah. or submission. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is the difference between surrender or submit? Same thing. Yeah. So submit, I guess, is like, hey, put him in a submission move. Surrender means, you know, beat a nigga to death. And he just quits. But at the end of that match, they didn't say that. But if they did, it would have been Jim Ross in 1992. Because Jim Ross in 92, <laughs> he he says some questionable shit. But anyway, at the end of the match, Larry Zabisco of the Dangerous Alliance. Now, Dangerous Alliance, here's the thing with the Dangerous Alliance. Probably the most underrated faction ever 
The Dangerous Alliance, Larry Zabisco, Bobby Eaton, Arn Anderson, Rick Rude, <coughs> and stunning Steve Austin. Squad. Big time squad. I think if it weren't for the horsemen and for how long it lasted, if it lasted longer, I think they would they would be more highly regarded in wrestling history. But anyway, Bobby Eaton, he's um I think he's attacking either Dustin Rose or Sting. And Larry Zabisco undoes the turnbuckle. Takes the turnbuckle, swings it, misses, and busts Bobby Eaton in the arm. Sting locks on a dreaded arm bar, and Bobby Eaton taps out. Now, they didn't attack Larry Zabisco, but it got tense in that motherfucker, man. They then disbanded shortly after. I think that's what's going to happen on Saturday with the bloodline, with Sammy at least. Man. It's right there for the taking, ain't it? Yeah. It's right there for the taking. Um. So Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos at Mania? Let's go. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Let's fucking <laughs> go. Because Sammy even said on the microphone very recently, like, I forgot who he was talking to. I think he was talking to the Brawling Brutes. I forget who he was talking to. He's like, hey, did you forget who you're talking to? I'm Sammy Uso. I'm Usi in the sky with diamonds. But his other name, the Master Strategist. I mean, listen, I could totally see this being a long-term con. Oh, yeah. You can't you can't make change unless you're in, inside knowing how the shit works. Yeah. Yeah, Bloodline's going down. Damn. Let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. The more I say it, it's like almost the more I have to take the Brawling Brutes. But I feel like War, excuse me, War Games themselves is going to be one heel team and one babyface team. Which you went with one heel team and one babyface team. Yes. I already picked the babyface team on the on the other one. Fuck. But this will be the perfect <laughs> match. This would be the perfect fucking match to start some kind of small tidbits of dissension. Yeah. Cause Sami Zayn is already like he's down, but he doesn't want to do all the dastardly stuff. Mm-hmm. He's down. But his brother is on the other side of the line there. Now, Kevin Owens' whole plan, of course, is to fuck up Roman Reigns, but to save his brother. They don't have the animosity between them the way that they've had in the past. No. So, like, Sammy doesn't want to fight Kevin, and Kevin doesn't want to fight Sammy. Sammy just happens Uh to be hanging out with the gang that Kevin don't fuck with. Fuck, dude. Who would even take the pin here? Probably Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland sucks. What a big look for Ridge Holland, right? Yeah. What a huge look. Eight months ago, he ended Big E's career. And now he's in war games. 
Mm-hmm. Like, Chingawi. Mm. Let's do this, too, because I'm stalling. Who do you think starts the match for both teams? Because whoever starts the match, that's a that's a pace setter. They got to be in this match for the whole thing. Uh, solo. Mm, okay. Who do you think starts for the Brutes? And Kevin and Drew. Ridge. Mm, okay. I'm going to go Butch and Sammy. I'm going to go Butch and Sammy. Well... Maybe Jay as the right-hand man. That could be. I'll go Jay. Or maybe Jay and Sammy fight outside. Not fight, but argue outside while Jimmy starts. (laughs) That could be, too. I don't see Solo because he can't move that well. So stamina might be an issue. Roman Reigns is going in last because he's Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, Unless he leads his troops to battle, goes in first, but... Definitely going with Bush. I just made a fucking argument for everybody except Solo. <laughs> Fuck man, I'll go with the bloodline. I'm not I'm not confident, but I'm gonna go with the bloodline. Standing tall in war games. I like the visual and I like the story of the bloodline going into war and coming out on the other side of it against this makeshift team. <sighs> I think we'll see some slight dissension. I think they'll pull it together on the road to to the to the riches. I can't see on wait Saturday. to see Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos. Holy That's gonna be fire. Shit, that's gonna be fire. Damn. Okay. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, me too. And I'm going to do my best to stay away from spoilers. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You work? You work Saturday? Yeah. Got you. Got you, got you, got you. So I'm gonna do my best to stay away from spoilers. Um, yeah, how you feel about this card now that we talked it through? I'm stoked for it. Yeah, shit gonna slap. I'm always stoked for Survivor Series. I'm stoked for like elimination type matches. Now this is kind of like reverse yeah. elimination type shit, but like Survivor Series is clearly the number four of the big four. Clearly. Oh yeah, for sure. But I've always just, I've always liked war games. I've always liked elim- elimination tag matches. We're not getting one of those. We're getting war games. So I'm. I'm down. Finn and AJ, the triple threat match. Ronda and Shotzi, something got to be last. That's how, number, that's just how numbers work. Yep. Um, but at least we're getting that title defense. Um, no Gunther. I would have loved to have seen Seth Rollins versus Gunther. Yeah, it would have been good. I would have loved to have seen that. Damn. Yeah, that would have been hard. Hard, hard. I wouldn't have minded Bianca versus Ronda, but you can't. I mean, who loses that match, right? You can't. That, yeah. Can't pull that one. Um, but at least we're getting, you know, war games, like we said. So, now it's going to be a great card. This going to yeah. be good, man. Nice, compact, easy to follow. It's going to be good. Real good. Um, stay tuned. We will be back next week with uh, the recap of Survivor Series. I'll, uh, I'll talk about that show that I'm going to go see. We'll see who it is. We'll see where it is. Um, going to AW Dynamite next week, so I'll be uh, back to report that too. I'm going Dolo. Hey, you'll have fun by myself. Yeah, I'm sure I'll run into some you know random wrestling fan who will you know say piss you off. Things. Yeah, probably. But then again, there might be like a cool black dude nearby. 
There's always could uh, be. We always typically get along at wrestling shows. Um, <laughs> who knows? Uh, Big Rain, let him know how to reach on the social medias, Brody. You got it, dog. All you sick fucks out there can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f f h u c k a. Check it the fuck out. And check me the fuck out on the Instagrams at Juvidesayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page, me and Big Ren on the show page, on Twitter, on the Instagrams, at the hard camera, where we got it all. You know what we got. It all. You know what we got. For show. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, shout out to New Zealand, Heartwoman content, heart building content, content that has it all. These things write themselves. Content that hopefully helps us pay our bills. Like I said, we'll be back next week with more hard camera goodness. Happy anniversary, bro. Happy anniversary, brother. Dog. Until next time, we'll see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.